Thanksgiving usually means togetherness, which might take new forms this year. Whether your holiday travel includes a quick trip for takeout, a drive across town to a friend's place, or a bit further to be with family, Life360 can keep you and your loved ones safe on the road. Life360 is a first-ever family safety membership with plans that include comprehensive safety services and live emergency support. Driving safety features include 24-7 road assistance and crash detection with emergency response for your drivers and passengers. Advanced location safety features allow you to stay coordinated throughout the day without sending a single text. And digital safety features like ID theft protection safeguard your family's data. But it doesn't stop there. With Life360, a live specialist is always a tap away. Like medical assistance if you have questions about COVID testing, need a referral, or guidance on safe gatherings. Rather than spending thousands on 10 different subscriptions, Life360 simplifies safety for just a few bucks a month. Celebrate this season with extra protection for your loved ones. Head to life360.com parenting. That's life, L-I-F-E, 360.com parenting. Welcome to Parenting Bites. This is Rebecca Levy. I am here today with Amy Oztan of Amy Ever After. Hello. Hello. And Andrea Smith, our technology guru extraordinaire. Hello. Hello. Um, today on the show, I feel like it's finally getting cold. Like we can finally have this discussion. We're going to talk about what we're doing for our like sad, reduced Thanksgiving, <laughs> our pandemic Thanksgiving. Should we name this this episode Sad Thanksgiving? I really feel like that's what it's going to be like, although I guess we'll get into it later, but not for enough people. Like a lot of people are just going ahead. I guess. Um, I don't know anyone who's just going ahead, but maybe that's just because people aren't publicly admitting that they're going ahead. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to figure that out. Um, but I don't know. You're allowed to here in New York. You can have ten, which I don't know how they're going to police that in people's homes. Like I felt like Cuomo picked that because that's probably how many members of his family there are that he wants to have for Thanksgiving. <laughs> but you know, they are saying that even though I mean that you really shouldn't have any member of your family who doesn't live in your household. Right. Right. Like you know, I don't so understand the number at all. The number makes no sense. Well, no, it's, I think the numbers on indoor gatherings, right, of any kind, not just Thanksgiving. Right. So, for Thanksgiving, like I could, I could, I, well, I don't know. Are we like past the intro? Are we like talking about it now? Because sure. I got Let's a lot just of talk thoughts. about it. I mean, look, <laughs> I had to tell my son last week that he, we won't be seeing him for Thanksgiving or Christmas, um, which was painful. I mean, we usually have a huge Thanksgiving where we host both of my sisters and their families and my mom, my dad even came last year from Kansas. Like everybody comes in from all over the country and it's my favorite holiday of the year. And we had to cancel it because it's the responsible thing to do. We are like in the home stretch right now for people to just, even people who have been good up to this point, I'm seeing throw up their hands and say, well, I can't miss Thanksgiving with my, you know, my parents, my grandparents, whatever. Yes, you can. You really, really can and you should. And it's just pissing me off. Well, I think the hard part is maybe it's the people who are most vulnerable who need to put their foot, you know, down. Like, because if it's about being with grandparents and the grandparents are really the most likely to get really sick, it, it's hard. But the kind of like the grandparents kind of have to say, like, we love you, but like, we'll see you on Zoom. And I right. think that's part of what's maybe so hard or people feel like I'll test first. And all the testing means is at the point you had the test, you were negative, but yeah, you could be positive the next day. You could get it while you're sitting there in the doctor's office. Well, <laughs> like, I mean, we tried, you know. to, we actually tried to work out the logistics of seeing, you know, my, my son is staying with my mom right now in Buffalo with his grandmother. And we tried to work out the logistics of bringing both of them, you know, I, I can drive them. There's no like public transportation involved. They don't need to fly or take a train. But we tried to work out the testing logistics. You know, my, my son works in a grocery store. My mom works in a hospital. First, they'd have to quarantine, I guess, and then test and then not work until they got the test results. And then we get to see them. It would have been at least a week to 10 days of them not working so that we could see them for Thanksgiving, and they can't do that. Right. 
Well, and that's the same for a lot. I mean, you know, for forever, I did Thanksgiving. I had like 18 to 20 people, big family Thanksgivings. And for the past few years, I've been going to my stepdaughter down in Virginia, and she lives very close to my son, and she's been doing Thanksgiving. And this year, I'm just not comfortable, you know, and she said it'll just be limited to family, no friends or outside guests. But you know what? Even that, first of all, I don't want to drive for five hours. Thank you. And second of all, I don't want to take a train. And third of all, I mean, she's a teacher. Okay, so she's in school and she's in school with kids where she is. They've got blended learning. And I thought this is not good. And I politely lovingly said, this year I'm not coming. That's it. We'll Zoom, we'll do something, but let's just take the year off. And then my son and his girlfriend thought about coming up and they have just after eight months started working again in a restaurant. And so just like you said, Amy, they would have to test, they would have to not work, they would have to come up and then they'd have to quarantine for two weeks when they go back. So, you know, how do you not work for three weeks, to your right. point? So I, I just am trying to be the grown up and I'm saying, you know what? That's it. No Thanksgiving this year. Not happening. We're all just going to do our thing because I want to be able to have Thanksgivings down the road. I don't right. want to be like, we have to have Thanksgiving this year. I think we should make Thanksgiving in July a thing this year. And just make it up. And I will make a turkey in the 90 degree heat and all of the fix-ins and, you know, try to gather everybody. Maybe July 4th will be like July 4th, like Independence Turkey Giving. Christmas Day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're going to hope for July 4th, right? I think that's an excellent idea. Um, yeah, I mean, it's sad. We've had this the same discussion um, in our house, too, because my sister is a teacher as well. And, and she's teaching in person. Um, at her school and she teaches older kids like she teaches middle and high school who are actually kids who get sick still right um and had a sixth grader who tested positive last week and you know they had to close that classroom and whatever and my niece is going to school three days a week where they have blended learning so same thing it's like even if my sister were to get a test on tuesday and found out you know that was negative by thursday by thanksgiving it doesn't really mean anything um, right. because we'd still have to be inside. Like if you live in California and Florida and places where you can have an outdoor Thanksgiving, like, sure. Yeah. Totally different. I've had picnics yes. with friends. You know, we, we yeah. did our cookbook club um, in the park twice when the weather was nice and, you know, we, we just spread out. We do a weekly dinner here. We do a weekly driveway dining dinner. We order from a different restaurant every week. We pick a theme. Everyone orders from the same restaurant. We spread out. We're six feet apart. We have masks on unless we're eating. And we've been doing that. And honestly, I would do that for Thanksgiving if it wasn't getting cold. If I lived in a part of the country that we could do it outdoors, I would totally do it. But we yeah. don't. Not to mention, even as we're talking about testing logistics, there was actually a cruise recently. Somebody decided that it was I time to... I can't believe somebody went on a cruise. Yeah. They, just... they just, a, a company decided it was time to try one. It was a smaller cruise. I think it was about 60 passengers and probably about the same number of crew. And, you know, they had people quarantine. They had people test. They tested during the cruise. Their testing procedures could not have been better. But testing is not foolproof. And sure enough, you know, a week or something into the cruise, somebody tested positive. And so now everybody is stuck in their cabins for the entire rest of the cruise. So testing, you know, even if you could work that out, it's it's not foolproof. It's right, not worth it. It's a it. moment in time. It's That's just not it worth is. it. Yeah, it's just it sucks. So let's talk about what you're doing <laughs> since we, we all are having a very reduced Thanksgiving, the three of us, um, we will not be doing like outdoor Thanksgiving, you know, like that on a substantial scale. Um, so I've been reading a bunch of stuff on, I mean, Melissa Clark did a piece on the New York times a couple weeks ago on sort of actually Thanksgiving for two. She went, she went really tiny. So um, good which was really great. And I love that she because a lot of people I know are deciding to do a turkey breast because like a whole turkey seems crazy. But she did thighs, which I think you kind of have to go to a butcher for. Um, it's harder to find parts of turkeys at the regular grocery stores that aren't breasts. 
but it's a really great recipe and a really great little menu um, on how to make Thanksgiving still Thanksgiving, you know, just on a smaller scale. And maybe the food's I, better because it doesn't have to be made in mass quantities. And right. dries out I've been, and, I've always yeah. done a turkey, like I've always done a turkey breast in addition to a turkey because everyone in my family was just white meat breast people. But um, so I'm perfectly fine doing a turkey breast and doing a smaller scale or you know what? Leftovers. I love right. leftovers. Well, my husband is not okay with just a turkey breast or thigh. He still wants a full turkey, <laughs> which I'm okay with, um, as long as he understands that he will literally be the only one eating it. He's going to be like Joey on that Friends episode. Like, right. it's going to be his turkey, and he's got to put on the maternity <laughs> pants, and he's going to get the meat sweats. But, you know, we, we always do, like, a lot of turkey pot pie and stuff afterwards, so that'll still happen. And for me, I love Thanksgiving leftovers so much that even though only three of us are going to be eating the dinner, I'm going to have to fight the urge to make massive amounts of food. I really am. Well, I guess like Andrew said, you can definitely freeze it. I mean, that's uh, my plan is also I'm probably making a whole turkey mostly because my husband is the only one who likes white meat. Mm. <laughs> and my daughters like dark meat and he like really doesn't like dark meat, they would probably be fine with the white meat. But I was like, you know what, there are actually some little turkeys out this year, which is so silly. <laughs> but um, the I guess breeders realized, you know, way back in March that this might happen. So you can actually find yourself like an eight pound turkey, which for a turkey is tiny. Yeah, that'd be perfect. Um, so I'm on the hunt for an eight pound turkey, I'm gonna try and reserve one from the guy at the farmer's market. Um, and then I feel like I'm just going to make what I always make. And we are. We're just going to be living on it for, for, for three or four days on, like, the stuffing. I don't want to – I don't even know how to have some of those recipes, you know? Like, how do you have stuffing? I don't know. It's, like, too much of a pain in the butt. Like, if it fits in the 9 by 13 dish, it's, yeah, it's going in. It's <laughs> going in and you'll have leftovers. My yeah. problem is my sister makes the most amazing stuffing. And her job every year is the stuffing. I mean, I always made the turkey and the potatoes and the fat. I made everything else, but she made the stuffing. And I'm really going to miss that this year. Well, maybe you should pick it up from her. Like maybe that's something families could do is at least do like a little food food. swap. (laughs) (laughs) And then eat it together over Zoom. Well, here's here's the thing. She did. So she lives in the city and she asked me if I would come in for Thanksgiving. And of course, I'm like. No, I'm not coming right. even in your house. Like just because you're my sister and I love you doesn't mean that you don't have COVID or that I can't get COVID. And it feels horrible to say, but if I'm gonna go do eat dinner in, in someone's house, I'll go see my son. Um, so no, I'm not going to my sister. But then she said, Well, there's a lot of restaurants in the city that are gonna do outdoor Thanksgiving yep. with their heaters and stuff. And that I would consider doing. That's what that my dad's is a, doing. That is a definite, if she can find, I'm sure it's hugely expensive. If she can find a place that I could drive in and park and sit outside under a heater and it's not snowing, I would do that for Thanksgiving. And then maybe I could swap food. Like then I could say, <laughs> and, and if you make stuffing, give me some stuffing <laughs> and I'll give you some turkey. I think it's so, you know, in New York, um, the holiday season is just, it's, I think like the best time in New York. Um, um And so that's part of what's sad, too. And I think for a lot of people, it's not just the meal. It's the traditions that go around that. And, you know, in New York, it's it was already sad, the holiday windows, because like Lord and Taylor's out of business, all the stores that had there were so many stores that had amazing holiday windows when I was growing up. And now there's like three left. Mm. Um, But now I'm thinking, I haven't read if they're doing them or not, but I kind of hope they are because there are no tourists here. And I'm like, I never go anymore because it's a nightmare. And I'm like, ooh, I might be able to do like all these New York holiday things, like go see the tree and go see the windows and go ice skating at Rockefeller Center, like all these things that um, that people who live here, we don't get to do because it's just too insane. You know, I um, was thinking, do, are they doing the windows? Are they even doing up window decorations this year? I think they'll do decor. I just don't know if Saks, like, I don't know if they're doing their fancy thematic windows that right. you know, move and the dance. The big holiday and, windows. Yeah. Um, and I feel like Saks might be the only ones left, right? Because it used to be 
I'm going to age myself, but like <laughs> Gimbel's and Bonwit Teller and Lord and Taylor. Like Lord and every, Taylor. Yep. Everyone yep. had those fabulous windows and then slowly was like fewer and fewer and fewer. Um, but I don't now know. Now it's American Girl. <laughs> yeah, really. I mean, Bergdorf does their windows and those are always like funky cool. Barney's is gone. Their windows were always amazing. I mean, there's really not a lot of people left. Um, but I was wondering, like, are things going to be decorated like that in the city this year since we don't really have tourists and um, I kind of hope they are because I, I will say that for those of you who don't live in New York um, and I'm not telling you to like go and travel during COVID, but (laughs) New York has been kind of amazing um, since the summer. And I think part of that, everything has moved outside. um, And part of that's just New York, the way New York adjusts to anything. But um, there is something really nice about being able to enjoy your city um without all the tourists even though we need the tourists for the economy so you know double-edged sword so yeah. i wonder what people are doing who who don't live in new york who live in weather where you can eat outdoors like california and florida and you know maybe a little more of the the states that you know maybe it's in the 50s you know you can just right. bundle up um you know, I wonder if people are gathering and eating outdoors and having holidays, which, you know, honestly, I would do if I could. Um, and I don't know why people wouldn't be doing that as opposed to eating indoors when we know that there's such a huge risk from that. I think people will. I think the problem is when your family comes to stay with you. Yeah. Like, you know, the the big thing about Thanksgiving, right, is not that it's just your family that lives near you. Like you just said, Andrea, like you usually go down to Virginia. Like it's that that's the holiday where everyone travels to see family. And so if that's happening and people are staying in each other's homes, I think that's the bigger risk than the just the meal. Um And I know that's what just one of my daughters was supposed to go, who's living in California right now, was supposed to go to L.A. for the weekend just to see family because it felt so weird that she was such a short flight away to see them and hadn't seen them. And then my sister-in-law pulled the plug because she was going to be staying with them for two nights and it just felt too risky. Well, that's the thing. Like last week when we were talking about when it, when I said that I had done a bunch of research on fire pits, it was because I'm trying to figure out ways to host my cookbook club in my backyard in the winter. And um, eventually we decided that if we were going to try to do this, we still don't know if we are, it would really have to be some kind of overhead heater. Um, a fire pit isn't going to do it. But that's the thing. Like I could probably get some kind of heater and host dinner. It's not the dinner that's the problem. Right. It's it's that nobody lives closer than 400 miles away and most of them live, you know, all the way across the country. So yeah, like it's it's not just the meal. I think this is a great opportunity for some kind of friendsgiving if you're in an area with warm enough weather to eat outside, you know, people you wouldn't normally spend the holiday with, people who don't have to travel. I think um this is this is a great time to reach out to a neighbor in California or Florida and say, Hey, you know, what are you doing for, for Thanksgiving? We usually don't get to spend time with you then. Um, so start, start something. And then you can still cook. You can still cook your favorites. You can bring them. I mean, you know, if it's it's not that cold, you know, we may do a driveway dining like we've, like we've been doing or move it into a garage and put heaters, you know? Um, but, I mean, I would love that. I'd love to be able to do that. It'll be weather dependent here. But I know a lot of people who usually go see their grandchildren um, close by. So it's not a matter of staying over. I, I would even be worried about doing inside. It. Yeah, well, I wouldn't do it if it was inside. I, I would yes. just be worried about even inside a garage, though. Right. Well, they say once you have walls on three sides, it's kind yeah. of the same thing. Right. That's what they were saying about New York dining with right, the like tents the- that all these restaurants have set up. Well, the outside dining that I've seen in my neighborhood that have the heaters, like they've they've literally walled off one booth. Like you get your own little individual pod. Right. Which they're saying you shouldn't do unless you're with only members of your household. Right. Because that's near us, too. We have a lot of restaurants that have done those little bubbles, you know, (laughs) um, where it looks like you're just in this clear bubble pod when they're like that's not a good idea unless you're with only your immediate household that you oh yeah like because just for a date night with my husband that i would want to right and like be first in the reservation like my husband was like what if the person who was in that pod before you was like sneezing and coughing you know what i mean it's all just like in there 
Um, oh my God, this just sucks. <laughs> you know, like we just talk about how much it sucks. Um, it does. It's weird. And, you know, Thanksgiving is is like the great American holiday in so many ways. Like I'm not going to get into the political things about it, but. Well, no, no, you of... should, because there was a great tweet that was something like, like, wait, isn't um, spreading disease to right, exacting exactly. people the heart of Thanksgiving? The heart of Thanksgiving after they feed you and house <laughs> you and, and welcome you and, yeah. and ensure your survival. Um that is very true. Giving everyone disease blankets. That's going to be your big, your big gift this year. Um, but I think that it is one of those holidays that so many people, regardless of like faith or where their family came from, like it's like one of those weird holidays that everyone celebrates in America for the most part. Um, so I think it's even worse maybe than Christmas. I don't know. <laughs> like than- I think so because yeah. I mean – at Christmas, you know, especially as your kids get older and, and they have relationships, you're kind of like, okay, you know, so you're going to alternate Christmas or Hanukkah or whatever. But honestly, my son is 30 and I have never not had him with me for Thanksgiving. I mean, he just knew, you know, if he was doing Christmas with his girlfriend, you know, Thanksgiving is mom's holiday. And there was never a negotiation because he just grew up knowing, nope, I go home for Thanksgiving every year, except for the one year that he had to work at 5 a.m. Black Friday when he was in college in Connecticut. And he came home and had Thanksgiving (laughs) and left at 10 o'clock at night and drove back so he could work Black Friday. So the one Good thing coming out of this pandemic is that we're not going to have Black Friday the way we used to, and people are going to be able to stay home and not have to be in a store at 5 a.m. But honestly, Thanksgiving for 30 years, it took a pandemic for me not to be able to see my son on Thanksgiving. Wow. Yeah. Yes. This this will be the first for me. I'm sorry. I thought we were going to try to help people through this and like yeah, we're talk getting about sad. How, yeah, okay, let's talk party. about fun things. Let's talk about fun. Well, fun look, there, gifts. there's something. There's a way to segue into something hopeful that ties in with what we're talking about because we really are in the home stretch. In the past, you know, week to ten days, we've had some spectacular news about vaccinations, and so uh, it's not too late to change your Thanksgiving plans. This really is not the time to start getting lax because we are seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. We are seeing hope for the spring. So that's a a happy note. Right. It is. And you know what else? Like, which we sort of realized with Passover, and I guess many Christians realized, I'm assuming with Easter, um, we ended up having like a Seder with so much more family than we ever did (laughs) because because of Zoom, like we we always kind of like get filled in the next day and like, how was your Seder? How was your Seder? And instead, we just had like multiple waves of Seder because <laughs> like we had ours on Zoom with New York. And then like three hours later, when L.A. people were having their Seder, we tuned into that one. And they also had people from Michigan on like so maybe your Thanksgiving could be even, you know, instead of having to choose which family you have Thanksgiving with. Um, or if that's something that causes strife in your family, which for some families, that's a big deal, right? The like alternating or like just the horrible uncle no one wants to sit next to, <laughs> um, you know, the horrible whatever family who feel different. You polit- This is a big political year, as always, but this one may be more. Maybe it's kind of nice to not have to. You can mute um, them. You can mute them. You can shrink them. <laughs> and the good um, news is Zoom just announced that they're lifting their time limits and they're going to be unlimited time uh, for calls uh, for Zoom for, I think it's midnight on Thanksgiving until 7 a.m. the following, the day after Thanksgiving. That's so so you can have as many Zoom calls as you want for as long as you want. Yep. And you know what? You could put it on your TV. Like if you want a big and giant, <laughs> you can do that. We put the computer on the dining table. That's what we did for Seder. It was kind of fun. Like we had everyone there and um, it was, I don't know, it was kind of nice. We, at the end of it, I remember thinking, um, we all said to each other, like, why did we always do that? Like, why didn't we always like check in virtually with everyone on those holidays instead of having the phone call the next day? Um, you know, it's not like we sat together for hours and hours all together. We just had the little like check-in part and it was fun. And then when you feel like, okay, we're good, you know, <laughs> you just kind of drop out. 
Um, so maybe see it as a good thing that you can avoid the family you always wanted to avoid <laughs> and you could include family that was always difficult. And for like older people in your family too, who maybe travel became really difficult. Maybe they were missing out in the past few years anyway. Um, it's a good time to maybe get someone over there to help them with the technology and, and loop them into, but there's the positive. Yep. <laughs> And I'm all for, um, remember when we had Amy Jacobs on the party planner sort of talking about how they were doing virtual parties way at the beginning. Yeah. Um, the idea of like everyone getting the same thing in the mail and sort of doing it together. I think you could do that at Thanksgiving too. Like whether you play virtual Pictionary together or everyone makes like in my family in Michigan, it would be like the same Tex-Mex dip or this is very Midwestern um, or spinach dip that you put inside a round of pumpernickel oh i love that dip it's so good um so like if everybody maybe agrees to make one thing in common like that could be really fun and you all sort of are like all right everyone's taking out maybe everyone made one person's recipe for stuffing or everyone you know whatever it is um maybe that's a fun way to to be together too so there's my ideas. Now I'm like thinking about my menu because it's coming up so quickly and I haven't really gotten my head around the fact that it's a week away. <laughs> so It's crazy. Since I didn't even know what today was. Um, oh so. my God, it's a week away. I didn't. Wow. It's a week away. Exactly. So yeah, normally there's like so much like I'm getting two houses ready for like 18 people. And right. wow. So maybe that's an upside. <sighs> you can chill. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, those are our thoughts on having a not so sad Thanksgiving. And we will be right back with our bites of the week. While the holidays may look a little different this year, the season of giving is in full swing. If you have a child in your life, it could be a grandchild, a niece, a nephew, little cousin. They need something fun to do this holiday season. KiwiCo delivers hands-on science and art projects for kids of all ages. Everything you need to spark curiosity and kindle creative thinking. Amy, I know <laughs> you did a project with your kids, your older teenage kids, your jaded older teenage kids. Well, the one who deigned to do it with me, kid. <laughs> okay. And it's like an awesome experience. It's just fun to have something to do together. Yeah, it, it was so much fun. And I think especially if there's a kid in your life that you won't get to see this holiday season, you know, this would be a great thing to send them. And you could even like do it with them over Zoom or something or like send it to two, you know, your your niece in St. Thomas and your nephew in San Francisco and like have them do it together over Zoom. Like, I think this is this is a really great opportunity to share with people that you would normally see in person that you're not going to see this year. I feel the same way. Plus, like you're taking some pressure off of either a parent or a grandparent or an aunt or anyone yourself <gasps> to come well, up with a project during this time. It could be like like virtual babysitting. Like you say, OK, yes. we're going to send this crate to you and I am going to get on Zoom for an hour with your kid and occupy them. Oh, oh that's, that's a genius. gift for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> that's perfect. So while they may be unable to go to a fun place for the holidays, you can still gift them like a whoa, awesome experience with KiwiCo. KiwiCo is redefining learning with hands-on projects that build confidence, creativity, and critical thinking skills. There's something for every kid or kid at heart at KiwiCo. Now you can get 50% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line with code parenting at kiwico.com. That's 50% off your first month at kiwico.com. Use promo code parenting. So we are continuing our gift guide bites. Um, we are presenting gift ideas every week leading up to the holiday. And Amy, we're going to start with you. What are your bites? Yeah. So um, my first one is, I do have one specific recommendation, but there are so many out there. I will also give some others. Um, it's to get a second monitor for your computer. Oh, my God, yes. Yeah. Um, you know, you and Andrea have definitely, you heard a lot in the beginning of this about how difficult it was for me to work because my husband took over my office. <laughs> And um, we were sharing my computer. 
eventually I was sent, well, eventually we got him set up with this whole other setup in my office, but um, eventually I got a second small monitor for my laptop uh, that somebody sent me to review a company. I don't know how you pronounce it. It's either Vissels or Vissles, V-I-S-S-L-E-S. And if I had just had that from day one, I would have just let him have my computer most of the time because, you know, sometimes if I'm doing like really, you know, resource heavy stuff like video editing and audio editing and stuff, then I want my computer. But the rest of the time, I realized that all I was missing was the big screen, not actually the processing power. And so having a second monitor for my laptop has kind of revolutionized my workflow during this weird everybody at home time, because I can now be as productive at my dining room table as I would be in my office. And I was really amazed at um, just how easy it was. Like I set mm-hmm. it up once and it's it's just plug and play. Like I just plug it in and it's, you know, there it is. My my screen extended onto another screen. And this particular one is a touchscreen. It is so thin that it fits alongside my laptop in my laptop bag with plenty of extra space. Um, wow. How big it, is it? Oh, my God. It's it's slightly bigger in area than my Lenovo Yoga, but it's thinner than my Yoga. Um I mean, it's I can't. It's so convenient to bring with me places. Like I've I've brought it um, upstate a bunch of times, which also just makes working up there so much easier. Um, it's two hundred nine dollars, and they're going to start shipping at the end of the month, at the end of November. So I'll give a link to that, but then I'll also give some recommendations for some others because you know this one is the only one that I've used. It's fantastic. Um, it's I'm I'm not sure if it, I've found conflicting information on whether it works for iPhone. I think you just need to buy an adapter for it to use for to work for iPhone, but it works for Macs. It works for Android. Um, it ha- comes with several different cords to give you a bunch of different options for hooking up older or newer, newer computers. But I, w- I will give lots of options for a second screen. Just do it. I can't believe what a difference it made working on my laptop. Oh yeah, and I can't recommend that enough. For your children who are doing at-home school. Oh, yeah. Um, it is. It changed the way my daughters um, were doing their work in college. They've never had a second monitor. And when they went to college, I'm like, you're getting a second monitor because all your classes are remote anyway. And they're like, oh, my God. Like, just to have Zoom open on their laptop and be able to work on the monitor at the right. same time ch- changed everything. Like, it's almost impossible to do online school with Zoom and not have a separate monitor. Yeah. I mean, I spend so much time flipping between screens when I'm just on my laptop that it it just wastes so much time. Um, And just like, it's just hard to look at that way. So yeah, do it. Um, Oh, I'm going to throw in a recommendation on top of your recommendation then. Just because we're a Mac family. <laughs> Is that a meta, meta recommendation? I know. Well, because we're a Mac recommendation family. squared. Um, so I know you said the one you recommended works on Mac, but Macs can be very tricky with external monitors in terms of monitors um, sizing everything correctly. I don't know mm. why. But so we bought, um, after like a crazy amount of research, the Asus Pro Art display is perfectly calibrated for MacBook either MacBook Pro or MacBook Air, like also just total plug and play. So I highly recommend everyone in our family now has this one monitor, this wow. Asus ProArt, and it like completely seamlessly renders everything for Mac. And that's very hard to find on a non-Apple monitor. And Apple monitors are extraordinarily expensive. Um, so get Is it touchscreen? It is not touchscreen. Did I mention that this one is touchscreen? Yes, that is really cool. It's that's very cool. So handy because on my main computer, I've had it for a year and I still haven't gotten used to the fact that the it's not touchscreen and like I'll right. just reach out and oh yeah, I'm just I'm putting fingerprints on it for no reason. Um, so that's very good too. Is having a if you get a second one that's touchscreen. Awesome. All right, what's your second one? That's that one. The second one has to do with food and baking and cooking. If you missed the first round of bread baking in the spring when everybody decided that they needed to bake bread um, and all the stores ran out of flour and I started buying it in 50-pound packs, <laughs> um, it is now time for you to get a Dutch oven. Um, a lot of people who cook might have one anyway, 
because they're just really handy on top of the stove. And there are a lot of like stews and meats and stuff where you start them on the stove and then you put them in the oven. And a Dutch oven is great for that. But a Dutch oven is also amazing for baking bread because it basically mimics the atmosphere of one of those like professional steam injected ovens. It, It keeps all the steam in this little space and it just makes the best bread. And there was one particular recipe that was going around last year that I baked a bunch of times uh, from the kitchen that said that it would work in pretty much any covered container. I actually tried it in a, a covered Pyrex container to test that out. It was okay. Made okay bread, but nothing like in a Dutch oven. So... um Get a Dutch oven. You do not have to spend three or four hundred dollars on that brand name that I own nothing of. Um, I'm not a snob about Dutch ovens. I'm sure they're great, but there are also great ones at different price points. Amazon Basics makes one for like I think it's forty or fifty dollars. Um, I have two of the ones from uh, Tramontina, which is one of my favorite brands. That's a brand that I found out about from uh, Kenji Lopez-Alt on the Food Lab. It's really well-made, well-designed stuff without the price tag of of like a, you know, more famous names. The French ones. The French ones, <laughs> yes. Um, so once I, I, I read about that like probably a decade ago and ever since then I've been buying their, you know, baking sheets and frying pans and they they just make really good quality stuff and same with the Dutch oven I was not disappointed it was I I think I got it on sale for like $60 it normally sells for $80 still worth it at $80 um and like I said I have two because you know sometimes you want to throw two things in the oven at once um and you know at that price point you can afford to get two what size would you get for baking bread um, you know what? Let me, I don't even know offhand. Let me see what size this one is. This one is, it's a 5.5 quart. Oh, that's big. Yeah. Oh, is, is that con- like, it's the only one I've ever had. So I don't even know, like, if that's considered big. It's the perfect size for a nice big, for the, for the recipes, for the rustic bread recipes that use a pound of flour, it is the absolute perfect size for that loaf. Cool. Yep. Good so I'll put, I'll put a few links to, you know, cheaper ones and more expensive ones if you really want to spend that money. But I don't think you right. have to. Well, there are deals too now, like Sur La Table is having a good deal, like Food 52. So sometimes you can find the expensive ones too for um, a lot less if you like really want to have a, a color. <laughs> oh, just, these kind of, I mean, my, mine are cobalt blue and they're gorgeous. Like okay. you don't have to go expensive to get the pretty colors. All right, good. That's good to know, too, because nobody wants, you know, sad gray. Just bland. (laughs) Not for your Dutch oven. (laughs) No, because, you know, if you want to put it on the table with your other stuff, you want it to look good. Right. I always, there's something about a a beautiful pot. Like, I don't know. It's always great. So that's good to know. Cool. All right. Thanks, Amy. Andrea, what do you have? All right. Good bites. Good bites. All right. Um, so I've got some little gadgety accessory bites too. I was I was going for the affordable accessories here. So first, um, you know, Apple and AirPods and those headphones are super expensive. They're really good, but they're very expensive. Um, and if you're looking for a pair of affordable earbuds, you need to look at Beats Flex. So they have the same innards as AirPods do, the same chip that powers them. So they do all kinds of fun tricks, but they're $49.95, which is amazing. Um, They're not true wireless um, buds, but they are wireless in the sense that they have a band that connects them, like for working out, you know, you wear them and the band goes behind your head. So one of the things that I really like about them is that they have a magnet in the back of the earbuds. So when you, um, when they're not in your ears, you can wear hanging around your neck and the magnets go together so that you're not like, you know how sometimes one side kind of gravity pulls one side more than the other and they fall off of your neck. And Amy, I know you have ones that you used to wear around your neck that were much heavier that just stayed in place. Well, that, yeah. Oh yeah. That was a really old, um, old set where like, it was kind of like a band that went around your neck and then yeah, the like buds a neck came band out of that. Exactly. Now I have some from Amazon that like, it's kind of like it has, it has magnets in the earbuds themselves. So when you don't have it on, you just you just put it around your neck like a necklace. 
Right. That's what this is. It's a it's a much thinner band um, that that holds the earbuds. And then same thing. You put it around your neck. You drop the earbuds. They click together and that's it. But what's cool about that is when they click together, it pauses the music or the audio or whatever you're playing. Ooh. So the way the AirPods, when you take them out of your ear, it stops. This, when they click together... It stops the music, which I think is very cool. You know, so if you if you're listening to music and you want to talk to someone, you just click them together, and you don't have to fuddle and figure out how to turn them off. Um, the other thing is twelve hours battery life and fast charging. So if you um, put them into a USB charger, they are USB C, which is cool. Ten minutes of charging gives you ninety minutes of playback time. So on those days when you know. Well, we're not really running to the gym, but you're going to work out at home, maybe. <laughs> no, I was on. I was on a four mile. I was on a four mile thing the other day, and my I didn't check the headphones, and they ran out like ten minutes into oh, it. Oh, it was. Gosh. I was stuck with my thoughts for like an hour. It was How terrible. horrible! Oh, it was awful. Well, if you had wait, if you had these, you could wait ten minutes, charge them up, and you'd get ninety minutes. And then the other thing I really like about them, if you have an iPhone, is how unbelievably easy they are to pair. I mean, you literally just open them up, you hold them near your iPhone, you make sure it's unlocked, and it and you're done. They pair automatically. So very cool. All of the, you know, incredible innards of the AirPods without the price, 50 bucks. So that's one. And the other one is because some of my devices are USB-C and a lot of gadgets are using USB-C now, um, but my phone... Um, in the car is lightning, obviously, and my car charger is just a regular USB charger. So I went in search of a USB-C and a regular USB-C car charger, and I found the Moshi Quick Duo car charger. And this is like, um, you know, Amy, you guys are USB-C, but I forget if your husband is iPhone or Android. He's iPhone. We were a yeah. mixed family. Jake right. and I are are both Samsung, and my husband and daughter are both Apple. And that's exactly the charger you need. This was made for you because you can charge both of them with one car charger, hmm. and it's fast charging. So the USB-C supports 18 watts of power, which is super fast. And the other regular USB is PD or power delivery, which supports the faster charging times of the new iPhones. So I think a lot of people think that because their iPhone is is fast charge capable that they're just getting it, but you actually need a charger that supports fast charging. Right. So this one supports fast charging, supports USB-C, great for blended families, and it's $30. So, and the other thing for you, Amy, is because it's USB-C, you can actually charge your laptop. Nice. So when you sit in your car for alternate side parking, you can charge <laughs> your laptop in the car charger. I, I'm not in there long enough to do that. I'm usually just on my phone. But when we take road trips, um, you know, my husband almost always drives and I'm almost always on my computer in the passenger seat. So that would be very handy. So there you go. You know, because I'm like so that. used to when you, when you charge your laptop I'm just so used to like that brick you know that big heavy brick and the two yeah. pieces of of cord that you need to bring this is just a simple USB-C to USB-C cable and you can charge your laptop so very cool and then really quickly just another small accessory for traveling like you're doing if you're setting up say at your mom's or in a hotel room or even at your desk if you're relocating to the dining room table and you need lots of ports for everything um, OWC is a company that makes cool accessories. They have a USB type C travel dock, really small, affordable. I think it's like 50 bucks and it's got, um, two USB 3.1 ports, regular ports. It's got an SD card reader and it also has an HDMI 2.0 port so that like Amy, you could charge in your monitor. So you charge your, you put your laptop into this hub and then you put everything else into the hub. And, you know, then if you want to take your laptop, you just unplug your laptop and go or move nice. the whole thing. Yeah. So all really cool stuff that kind of puts everything together for this work at home or school at home environment, all for relatively affordable prices, I think. Cool. 
All right, boy. It's like everything's just at home. <laughs> it's like very. These are very <laughs> at home, different. At home. <laughs> these are different. Very different gift ideas. Um, okay, so my first bite this week is obviously the um, Radio City Rockette Christmas Spectacular is not happening this year, and it's like a big tourist thing um, that I think everyone just has to go to once in their life, and there are people who go every year of their life. Can I tell you, I went once and. Like that, I was that. That's good. I'm done. I exactly. do have friends who like go with their entire families I every know. single I, year. My grandmother took it. us every year. She took us every year to oh see the Rockettes, and we loved it. And then we went to uh, Schraff's for mm. ice cream sodas afterwards. <laughs> it was. A I thing. love that your grandmother took you because I um, remember the first year I went with my family, and we did not know that it was like super religious <laughs> at the end. <laughs> And we were all looking at each other like, what is going on? Like, it's like, Rockettes, Rockettes, New York, Rockettes. And then all of a sudden, it's like the wise men and Jesus and camels. And we were like, what is happening? Um, but anyway. It is um, the Christmas spectacular, not know, the holiday spectacular. Did, you know, it just really was not expected. Um, <laughs> so once was enough for my family as well. Um, although I really love, I actually love all that. Like, I'm... Um, that's like a whole other story. But anyway, um, I used to love watching the animals get unloaded in, <laughs> in October into the into Radio City. It was always so cool. So because it's not happening this year, you can actually buy tickets now for next year, um, which are cancelable and they're guaranteeing them. And if you're craving that Rockette experience, the Rockettes are giving free virtual dance classes. Huh. Every Thursday at noon on their Instagram page. And you can learn the choreography to the Christmas Spectacular. <laughs> that is so Great. fun. That is Isn't so that cool. Fun? So if your kids, you know, it's also just a fun thing to do, um, period. Like if, even if you've never been to the Christmas Spectacular or maybe your kids always wanted to, you don't have to buy a ticket for next year to do it. This is totally free. Follow them on their Instagram page. Um, and it's taught by a raquette every week, a different raquette and they come out and they teach choreography and it's just super fun. And especially if your kids are needing something new to do, something um, physical. Yeah. Who doesn't want to be a raquette? So that is, um, well, and buy a ticket for short. next year. Yeah. And I think the deals for next year's Christmas spectacular are kind of amazing. So if that is something, you know, you want to do as a family, um, it's not a bad time to, to get on that actually. Yeah. Give them the money now because they really, yeah. really need it. Exactly. Let's keep, keep the Rockettes, um, you know, in, in their little teeny tiny New York apartments. <laughs> so, um, the other, uh, bite I have is actually an entire article in New York magazine, um, which is the best gifts for teenage girls, according two teenage girls. Ooh. So I'm going to check um, this out with my daughter, see how, how spot yes. on they are. So it's, um, it's full of like really fun decorating thing, like Bluetooth smart bulbs that change colors. And, um, again, kind of very home themed because we know our kids are home led photo clip string lights. Um, I think like if you can give your kids a little, opportunity to up their decor at this point in their room or change it up a little they're probably sick of staring at the same stuff and these things are really inexpensive like you can get bluetooth color changing light bulbs for 10 bucks you can get you know these led photo clip string lights are i think 14 dollars um you know there's the diffuser which is always a big hit for i don't know why teen girls love diffusers but they it's like oh my god mine too it's so weird. Um, and then some of the, one of the things they have in here that I love and I was talking to a mom about because her daughter's gotten super into it and all of her friends and maybe this is just because they've been cooped up at home is tarot cards. <laughs> so I, I think it's, do. it's like they're all on the same track. They are all watching. They're probably all just following the same TikTok is what it is. <laughs> um, but I think it's something fun you can do over Zoom. And FaceTime with friends, like you can read each other's tarot cards. And maybe also at this time where kids feel like they have no control over anything, um, it gives you this, you know, not true, but sort of sense of control, like you can read your future. Um, so and again, tarot cards like 
$8, you know, <laughs> like it's something so cheap and also gives them something to learn. Um, and there's all different kinds of tarot cards and different art and different, you know, all sorts of fun stuff. Um, and then this list has like really cute jewelry from all like the cute Instagram jewelry places, which as a parent, you have no idea about, um, you know, fuzzy slippers because your kid's never leaving the house, <laughs> you know, hoodies. And then of course there's like, you know, cool masks because who doesn't need a cool mask but it's a great list it covers everything from you know artsy craftsy kind of stuff which is like tie-dye and things like that to like sneakers hoodies jeans um decor i love this list it's and a really affordable like i think the most expensive thing on this list is um and a real camera or as my friend's daughter said the other day a reusable camera <laughs> She said to her mom, my friend's dad has this camera and you, you don't throw it away when you're done. It's not like a disposable one. It's reusable. And she oh said, God. so a camera, <laughs> that's called a camera. Like, isn't that weird? Um, but she thought it was so cool that it like could be used over and over. Oh um, my God. So that's the most Show expensive her thing on this rotary list. phone with a curly cord. You'll blow her mind. Right. It's this thing that you like pick up and push buttons on. But you can't take it with you. Like it's always attached to the wall. Yeah. How weird. Um, well, you could walk. Remember how long your phone cord used to be? Yeah, so but then you your could, mom like, yells at you for stretching right? it out. And it tangles up. Remember untangling the phone cord? And you just cord? keep wrapping oh, it and wrapping yes. it around your hand. <laughs> While you're talking. <laughs> stretches all the way to the bathroom oh my god um so anyway those are my bites you can check out everything we talked about on the show today at our show page at parentingbites.com and of course at facebook.com slash parenting bites where you can leave us suggestions or comments or anything you want um, we'd love to hear from you guys let us know how you are celebrating the holidays during covid um, as always, wherever you're listening to us now, please rate, review, share. We love to hear from our listeners and we love to hear from our new listeners. So keep sharing. And until next time, happy parenting. Bye. Bye. Hey, this is our Parenting Bites disclaimer. Everything we talk about on the show is our own opinion. Any products we recommend, it's our own personal recommendation for entertainment purposes only. If you buy something through our affiliate links or you just happen to buy or see or read or watch something that we've recommended, it's at your own risk.